The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream show where we uncover the beauty of our dreams to reveal the truth of who we are. And if you're watching on video, say hello to my little Lola and to my special friend Genevieve Big. That's right, Genevieve Big. Oh, Genevieve Big. So um, things will be a little bit different on the show right now. I've got Genevieve with me in studio, which means in house in my, in my office. And we're close and personal during this time that most everything is virtual. So it's nice to have some virtual, but some in person. And uh, normally I start with a little prayer. Do you mind if I do a little no, teeny one? Do. Okay. This will be very short and sweet. I promise. So let's just take a breath. and Just release and let go of everything everything that has come before this moment, everything that we think we are, everything we think we're doing, our agenda, our attachments, our egos, our identities, all the good stuff, all the funky stuff. Just for a moment, let's set it all aside. As we become willing to be a blank slate, a blank canvas, a wide open, experience for God, goddess, the universe, the love intelligence that governs the universe to have its way through and as us. So with this in mind, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to be here in this moment, to be here with Genevieve, to be broadcasting on Unity Online Radio, to have Lola in my lap, and to have so many blessings just in my space, in spite of all the drama going on, there are some serious blessings to be acknowledged. And I'm grateful for the, the true blessing of getting to be in this space with you, Genevieve. And so am I. So am I. It's been an incredible experience to be in-house, as you say, <laughs> and uh, to see you and Dana opening your house the way you did and so welcoming. Oh. Thank you. So to wrap the prayer up, and so it is, amen, odd woman, odd dreams. And I, I think I want to just say this because this keeps coming up on my mind. Dana and I, we, we, have, we often have guests in our house, and I, I love everyone that comes. And there's always this, it's like that, that saying about treating your guests like they're angels. And Sometimes people are more angelic than others, but you and Glenn have been like super angels. But I always feel like I'm when the visit is over, I'm not the same. And already, even though the visit's not over, I feel like I'm being changed by having been around you. And I already know Glenn is a change agent, but it's such a such a gift to get to meet such a courageous and open and powerful authentic being such as you so thank you so you're thank you 
really thank you from the bottom of my heart um, talking about transformation you know I, I I told you I shared with you in I think yesterday or the day before mm. I arrived here um, with quite some heavy heart mm. with quite some depression some would call mm. um, some pain there were there was pain there was pain in my heart there was pain all over me moving on your journey and coming from san francisco to la had been has been really stressful mm. past the golden gate bridge that was an amazing experience i was very stressed with the with the amount of people the 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 greatness of movement there is there was so much there's so much movement um and so i arrived quite feeling wounded feeling oppressed mm. and uh and we had spent a couple of days with a friend, so this had a little bit, you know, tempered this feeling, uh, this feeling, uh, this feeling of heaviness. Entering the house here with Dana and you was just, and, and we started strong, right? We started with your bi-weekly net talk. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Your, your little gathering. Yes. That is quite profound. That was kind of perfect timing. It, it's, it was unbe- unbelievable how deep we started, and I'm, and I, I'm, I, I've considered myself blessed enough that I, I hardly get lost into small talk with people. I, I have this, this privilege of having people coming and interacting on a, on a deep level, pretty deep level. Um, I thought I wanted it all my life, that I was the one initiating it. We discovered this about a year ago, about a year, year and a half ago, just doing carpooling with my daughter um that's someone who someone who picked us up and carried us for 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 a hundred kilometers or so also actually opened up in a way that was totally unannounced Mm. and i had not at all i had not at all um stimulated stimulated or initiated the the conversation and someone told me about how he's been adopted and all the and all the very difficult thing thing with his family mm-hmm. and and we had this reflection with my daughter Salome about how I end up always with people who talk on a deep level about their and it doesn't have to be philosophical but it ha- but it, it's generally about their pain um and this man opened up in a way and i left the car we left the car and i told Salome, i didn't ask anything this time because she <laughs> kept telling me can you stop talking to people like we have like all the time you can't can we talk you about get... the weather for right, god's sake right. how about nail polish how about that it was it, it was <laughs> something along this line and i think it was more for salome it was it was more also um how is it that in 20 minutes you get this 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 not this info this information this mm-hmm. amount of information mm-hmm. and i was looking at her we had just spoken about this and i looked at her i didn't ask and she said it's, it's just unbelievable it's just the yeah i guess it's just the space so that said um it's it hardly, space, it hardly goes it's not just I mean, the space, like it's you, it's what you bring because you walk in with this depth of connection to your own soul. We feel it. I mean, I feel it. Oh, I love that. So I love that, that you say always a connection to my own soul because mm-hmm. I was seeing it like maybe there is a connection with other people, the willingness to get in touch with others. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I've been looking for that 
very connection with my own soul lately and, uh, and I've been willing to be a bit more, um, I've been validating a lot more this notion that conversation after conversation people have told me, but it sounds selfish to just wanting to take care of yourself, but it's the time of my life where mm. I do want to take care of myself first and foremost. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I really, I want to get back to that because I feel like that is a core piece, but I want to give people a little grounding and maybe we should get a little closer to the microphone okay. just in case. <laughs> um, a little grounding about kind of where you were before. And I know there's, let me just let people know, there's a wonderful website and video that gives you kind of the foundation of this project and this process, this journey that Genevieve and her and Glenn are on. Um, and it's at wakeinwave.com. So that's wake, like wake up, W-A-K-E, in, I-N, wave, dot com correct beautiful website beautiful video but for those who haven't seen that just so that they can be a part of this conversation and get sort of caught up to where we are can you give us a little bit of like who you were before you went on this journey and what this journey is symbolic of and what what's been happening with you that brings you to this moment so i'll take it back to 2019 uh i was working hard uh, i was living in israel and working, working in, a, in an amazing social business, uh, Juha's Guest House on the coastline. We were working, I was working in the only um, remaining Arab village, village on the coastline of Israel. And uh, the business is a coexistence business. So we were Jews and Arabs working together to, to help this um, impoverished uh, village, village and isolated village to develop and, and, and and get get a make create a social change. So um, uh, the last year in 2019, we were still working with the Middle East Partnership Initiative, a plan from the U.S. Embassy, and we were trying to create a, a social social economic change in the in the community through through women. Wow. Um, That's great. And and I, while it was my dream job. Um, working with women, creating workshops for them and interacting with women that were not used to this kind of interaction to meet people outside of their village, um, getting out of their isolation. So for me, it was an amazing opportunity and, and a dream job, literally. But something was starting to happen mm -hmm. and I was, mm -hmm. I was feeling myself going down, being depressed, feelings of depression. Um, I also lost during that year, and I saw a close friend leaving and 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 going mm -hmm. down, leaving to, to cancer. Mm -hmm. um, so a year Rocky. of Rocky, yeah, um, it was a year of profound change and profound effect. I haven't been exposed to to death so much before, um, and since I lived in Israel for for eight years, two two I was I've seen two of my closest people, closest friend that I considered closest friend that mm. I love dearly go and both to cancer. The first oh. one, my friend Esther, a few years before, and then Rory, you know, and, um, and this woman had a great impact on my life. So seeing her going down, something started shifting. 
um, and when she passed away, I had I had to had a, to have a gastric surgery right the oh. week after her passing away. And I think that's that's not an, a small detail. Yeah, because, that's not small. Because I believe that the anesthesia it was not a it was not it was not a very difficult surgery. I mean, it was not something um, life threatening in any way. But I think the process of anesthesia, of, of going, um, weakening, weakening my, my body being weakened, and I, I, and I had talked to my body very, very much. I, I had asked my, my stomach, my, my, all my gastric system to be ready to help me, to support me. And it, it actually happened, worked wonderfully on the physical level. I was walking the, uh, a few hours after surgery, oh. which was amazing but something shifted the weakening i believe uh of my system uh allowed me to completely express and and and, and let go of all the of mm-hmm. a bunch of traumas that were that were stuck in and i went loose so i called a friend who um was a therapist a movement therapist and i began doing a work that i had begun working on a few years before but just just pushed away I began to learn to feel so let me just back this up for one second so it's interesting because the weakening of your body your physical being due to the surgery and due to the loss of these beloved friends put you in this weakened state where you were actually able to feel like the stronger version of you was too much like bada bing bada boom go 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 that there wasn't as much of a opportunity to feel the emotions that had been maybe stockpiled up i think before. it was it had to be buried for a while for a while because that's the only thing i knew so i i'm sure there are people who manage to live and conduct their life with extreme pain around them yeah uh, and manage to to protect themselves emotionally and i i think i didn't know how to do that mm. so when i went down i entered uh what i I realized was already termed in in the literature as the dark night of the soul. Mm. So I went into a dark night of the soul. Um, I had incredible, incredible uh, uh, symptoms of of depressions. They are it's really depression. But I started also experiencing, and all the while I was isolating myself way beyond what mm. the COVID COVID restrictions required. Ah, so the COVID was kind of a convenient very that's uh, yeah that's that, that you're right to to point at it the mm. covid and I, this is where i do feel that things happen just as they should yeah so the covid situation really uh mm. really allowed me to to say no to whatever i couldn't say no before oh. so the need for isolation the need to face myself the need for in, intros, the self-introspection i needed time i needed to be able to listen to my own heart and mm. my own voice and i couldn't do this uh, I was too embedded in 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 other people's life, in other people's problems, and um, oh. and I couldn't make time for myself. So this is the beginning of the journey: the profound depression, suicidal ideas, the whole shebang. Um, together, I was really, really, really down. So I just want to acknowledge. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women, especially, but I'm sure a lot of men who are listening, also they're they're good people they're helpful people they're doing people they're trying to make a difference people and in that there's this 
it's, it's almost, it almost feels selfish to take care of yourself. So there's this danger of running, like running out of steam. And it seems like, so the dark night of the soul Forced, almost forced, that. forced you to forced have to, to to be with myself to stop and be with and so what was some of the stuff that you found that was buried there so i think it came in a lot of the traumas that i experienced as a child i, I experienced uh, a traumatic childhood i was abused uh, um, i'm so sorry uh, about that and 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 you know there was a time i would say yes i i understand but i do have this feeling and I and I don't want to expand that to other people because I I, I, I right. wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to uh, be disrespectful in to anyone's story and especially the moment of their story because Correct. I did feel sorry for myself yeah and I did need to feel sorry for myself the pity party yeah. even the world shouldn't be that should, right. wrongly chosen but I needed the moment of pity party I needed the moment mm -hmm. of being of of feeling the state of victim yes. that I was yeah because there is no question about it a child yeah. who is abused is a victim um uh, a person who is abused in any way is a victim but this state of victimhood mm -hmm. is also could also in my case be transformed into into a place of healing um the getting the the being a victim the process of getting out out of victimhood is was a chance to make uh this crisis meaningful and you when you can give this the crisis meaning when you can do that you grow way beyond what what was before right that's yeah that's kind of what my whole path is about these days it's like that exact thing but it seems like it's a there's a lot to give up there's a lot it's an it's not as simple as it sounds even though I think it's simple maybe just not easy but right. but once you get on that path it's like you can get you can get some power back you're not you don't have and, and to not, be, not even back but even beyond, beyond what you had before like and, and yeah when we look, when I look at all the people that, that I admire, that I, that I hold in high, high esteem, there is a story of pain yeah. somewhere. And yeah. it doesn't matter the context or the actual events. There is no, no one trauma is bigger because the physical heat was bigger. I mean, it can, but it doesn't have to be that way. The, the way, the, way the, the traumatic event is processed seems to be the key to how, how wounded the person might be yeah okay so thank you that I feel like that's we could just revel in that I wish we will on a parallel plane we'll keep going for hours and for hours sure. and years <laughs> and years but so you you're working with these women you have this this day job or this dream job that you love and you hit this crisis moment with your health and you and you discover this this depression takes over this dark night of the soul i accept it you yeah. accept it because i had no choice you had no choice okay so yeah. tell us what happens next so during during this dark night of the soul there were the whole the whole year uh basically the first lockdown in israel was on march 10 um so a few weeks before i became i began really going down 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 i abandoned the therapy i was in um and therefore i abandoned myself Be oh abandoned abandoned, abandoned the mm -hmm. therapy yeah okay. and um i just and uh later i realized that it's 
me abandoning myself. Mm. Uh, so I so I, I this whole period from March, uh, March of 2020, uh, all the way to a solid October of mm -hmm. 2020, uh, I went through every stage of darkness. I, I was I was like I said I was suicidal. Um, I had not. I was trying to find comfort in any way, but the pain was constant. I woke up and cried and I, and I basically went to bed exhausted from crying, from dwelling in the pain Ooh. that I did not know how to, I did not know how to get out of it, but it was punctuated with incredible episodes. So um, when I was going very, very down, I, I was privileged enough to the a few hours later when I was starting to get better to feel better I was privileged enough to have this 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 boom uh, mm. revelation re realization mm. that how this was connected to an episode of tra uh, uh, to a traumatic event that I had suffered in my childhood and the connect when this e event that I had forgotten some of them for years mm. um, and who came back to my mind and when I was writing down what I was thinking I realized that the event of the previous day or the previous night was actually an incredible mm. analogy mm -hmm. uh, of what I what needed to be healed but the day before I wanted to die and at that moment I was like wow this is amazing this is incredible wow this was helped by blissful moments and one of them uh one of them i know it will in, in interest everyone but one yeah. of them was uh what i found out later is called um uh, a spontaneous energy orgasm orgasm and i experienced five days out of the blue it started out of the blue i experienced five days of orgasm um there was nothing wow. that i could do i was with no one inside because i was isolating myself to the maximum and uh, and i was not doing anything to pleasure myself and but i was just becoming a river of pleasure and it happened wow. instantly it 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 went crescendo mm -hmm. like in a in a matter of just i say 10 20 minutes i'm, I'm not sure but it, it's I started to feel at first like oh what, what was that and a, a great feeling of pleasure and uh, and then it clearly became orgasmic pleasure I, I cannot describe it better as, as to, than to say it was like being a river of pleasure wow 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 great but after three hours uh -huh. I started wondering um uh, okay, well, can people see that? Uh -huh. Can I go to the grocery store? Uh -huh. I might start start to like, death. How do I stop this? It, it's it's it, it was unbelievable. It was orgasms of different organs. So I had like a stomach orgasm, heart orgasm, sometimes all at the same time. It's difficult to explain. There was a notion of sexual pleasure, however, it it was not it was not like yeah i can't ex it's hard to explain there was there was a notion of sexual pleasure it's it's similar to it in, in intensity but it came from different parts and organs in my body seems like this is like what the what the tantra teachers teach and what like the great human potential it's almost like if we if we learn to stabilize our bliss and embrace our darkness and 
then there's the potential payoff reward that our life could be that for sure more a <laughs> full of bliss and pleasure. Like right. what if that is an indicator of the, the next frontier? Like what if that could become stabilized and could become the way of it? Like it's something to look forward to. Like if we do our work, it's not for not there's, there's, there's an equal and opposite energy waiting for us on the other side. So you it almost in a dream if there's an orgasmic dream my interpretation is it's a reward it's like there's some whenever there's some kind of a lottery winning or you're flying or or making love or having this great release sexually or otherwise it's kind of like the universe saying you're on track stick with whatever you're doing like keep going keep going like hang in there so that's this this felt exactly this way mm. um and i think i was at the edge i was really reaching a threshold of of just i was looking for dying i was looking to die and 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 I, my body was not even hardly allowing me to move i was drained of all my energy i would spend hours after hour after hour in in a hammock outside or in my bed and uh, all I was doing was cleaning my house and sitting in and moving from the couch to the hammock outside to my bed. Um, but you also told me something that preceded this five-day orgasm, to just call it that in a nutshell. There was something in the acceptance, and you mentioned that just now, but I feel like it that's a huge piece because mo mostly when there's depression or heaviness or darkness, the first response is, ooh, let me run, let me distract myself, let me get rid of this. Um, I even remember in the 94, 1994 earthquake, I remember running around my house trying to keep everything from falling down. It's kind of an instinct to keep right. everything from, like keep everything status quo until it becomes so big that you just wave the white flag and say, all right. The, yes, so that's rip. exactly what it is. That's exactly, exactly what it is. And I think it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm no different than so many people I've heard stories from. Um, it's like you have this moment where you can't take the pain anymore and you're like, whatever, whatever. And, uh, and you don't even, I didn't even have the strength or the courage to end my life. And it was like, whatever. And this is when, this is, this is exactly one of these moments when the, when the, the orgasmic um the orgasmic event took place it's almost like the worst thing is to admit defeat and that may be the very thing that we need to admit before we can have that that crescendo or that break in and moving and just like in the hero's journey the moment you surrender to the belly of the whale it spits you out right. so we're going to be right back in just a few moments don't go anywhere because we're going to talk about this amazing journey that Genevieve has been propelled on. And we're gonna hear a little bit about her her traveling companion, my friend, Glenn. And um, we'll be right back on the Ask Dr. Dream Show here on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world dream interpretation, and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. And we're back on the Ask Dr. Dream show, and I'm Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. So excited to be sitting here in the flesh with Genevieve Begg, 
and it's um, the website is wakeinwave.com. And this is a podcast that you're doing as well as a film, a film series that is beautiful. And it's like a travel around the United States so far. And you're going to be going into some other places, but it's gorgeous. And there's a crowdfunding if people want to participate and be a part of Genevieve and Glenn's epic journey and help support the editing costs and the equipment and all the, just the traveling costs yeah. of making this beautiful program. So it's wake as in wake up in wave, like, hello, I'm waving. And like the wave on the ocean.com. Okay. So when we left off before the last break, we were talking about you coming through this dark night of the soul. And then how does this connect the dots with, with you and Glenn? How does, what happens? So the next? way it connects the dot is that I realized that I needed to live my life as it was and go for myself. Nothing of who I was becoming. I had a sense of losing myself, of not knowing who I was, of even having been an imposter to others um as to who i was and how much i wanted to help i felt that i had tried too hard to be a superwoman in order to build a life where where i felt recognized and i felt heard so i just needed to go to go away um psilocybin helped me uh take this path i had never taken any sort of drug i had smoked marijuana when i was when i was younger but um i had never taken any sort of drug and um and i read a lot about about the the marvels of uh, the marvels of uh, psychedelics in the in, in treating ptsd mm -hmm. uh post-traumatic syndrome and uh, and i uh, reading a lot i tried psilocybin and the mushroom the, the, the experience that i had with magic magic mushroom really reconnected me to life it was a profoundly mm. spiritual um experience and this is when i started to turn towards plants plants became ah. in, a, in in a, in a, in a few hours plants be, became central in my life where i was never especially connected you know to plants i enjoyed nature to see but i was not a camper i was i liked my comfort uh -huh. and uh and so i decided that i needed to go and i didn't know how i was going to do that but i knew that this was my only options this was that or continuing wow. to face wanting to die and end my life so i thought about first where could i go india and i've been in india uh once in my life it was an amazing experience but i wanted something where i can feel freer as a woman ah. and traveling alone because mm. that was the, the original plan and south america became became obvious plans and and and, and learning about healing and, and you speak healing. spanish and i speak spanish so this, this would help um uh so i i wanted to i wanted to hear people other people's stories i was starting awakening in a, in, awakening in a different way mm. this time the selfishness was starting not to fade that much but i was there was a new space in me coming out coming up that that wanted me to go back towards people um nothing but great crowds but i decided i started you know selling what i could and um and eventually i i i had um, one time i connected on facebook i, re I received a, i saw an update from glenn whom i had met uh uh, in 2016, uh, in the in the village in the Johannes Gestalt where I was working, he came to do an art project, um, and he did an amazing art project with kids in the village, kids I was working with. We had a really good connection, um, but we eventually lost contact, lost touch. And I saw an update saying that he had been up um, social media for to to take care of himself and. Mm -hmm. um, 
and I think you, you can t- tell, yeah. tell more about it. But but um, I contacted him and asked how he was doing, and I told him uh, my project of going to cross Central and South America, um, so on foot, walking, and I gave myself a year originally. Um, and I told him I hardly have any money, um, but I'm going. I just need to go. And he told me, well, if you start with Mexico I think, uh, and you fancy company, then maybe I could join. I was not too fond of the idea at this point. I had just met, yes, and I, and I just had made peace with this is my journey and I'm going for myself yes. and, I, and I need to meet whatever will come my way. But as months pass by, I started to not get cold feet, but get really scared. And, uh, and I get more reason. and more excited about the travel partner. Uh, on June 18th, we met in Yosemite, in Mariposa. Uh, first time after that's we met. That's got these beautiful earrings that I'm looking at. Earrings, if yeah. you're watching the video, they're just, they're turquoise with like a red. They kind of look like an in Native American mm-hmm. yeah. feathers, feathers, silver feathers. It's just, it's like a mandala medicine wheel kind of a thing. Right. It's gorgeous. Um, and it goes with the whole journey, I think, with yeah. many journeys, yeah. but it goes with mine right now. And so we met uh, in Mariposa uh, for a first meetup to reconnect after so many years. Um, Zil was with him. His um, dog, Zil. Which is a pointer, right? Which is a pointer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> Australian pointer. He's a, I think he's a hunting dog. He's a hunting dog. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's mixed, but he's a hunting dog for sure. And by the way, Glenn Taylor Shackley or Shakley? Shackley. Shackley. You can find him on Facebook if anybody wants to check him out and check out his um, videos art, and art videos. and photographer music. Oh my God. Renaissance man. He's a multi-talented. Multi-talented uh, genius. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Multi-talented and a genius. cool dude. And overall. a really great guy. <laughs> and I, I couldn't dream of a, of a more marvelous. Uh, and he's like a MacGyver. Guy. Like he could, like there's a hole in something. Oh, I'll fix it. Here's a paper clip. Here's a feather. Here's a thing. Oh, ooh, we'll patch this. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's kind of cool. It's, it's I, again, I couldn't dream in many aspects, yeah. but I couldn't dream of a more incredible travel companion. Um, journey companion i will say it's It's pretty special yeah it's very special yeah it's very very special and uh and so we planned on meeting in san jose um um, a few san jose california California. okay there's a lot of san jose's in this world (laughs) the one in california California. and that's when i got i put my bag in his car and i was really ashamed because i had i couldn't the moment i knew we were we were going to travel in a car i couldn't downsize anymore (laughs) like well i always loved this little trinket maybe i'll bring my rollers my hair (laughs) vacuum cleaner so he had one pair of shoes, you know, seven pair of under underwear and seven t-shirts and everything was very, very uh, concise. And he worked so hard on making the call better and more appropriate for the, for the journey. Uh-huh. Um, wow. And here I come with my enormous bag. <laughs> um, so this has been, uh, this has been a point of shame and later a bit of a point of contention, <laughs> but, we but have you needed some of the things that you packed? Has, has there been any moment where you're hell like, I'm no. glad I packed that thing. No, no, hell no. He made me, <laughs> there are so many, so many, so many things. He made me, he makes me you know, box things and send them, oh. send them um, home uh, to my, to, to a friend of mine who is like a mom, Sherry. So I, Sherry. I pack everything and I send all my unused thing, even shoes that I just bought with her in Mariposa. Oh, uh, that's hard, but 
but that's but, smart yes and so we have a day of we're not doing so well and then and then i and then i'm forced to say okay i don't miss them but yeah he's he's very practical and uh he has this very practical side of him so glenn is 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 the the journey companion that i did not even dare dreaming of wow um and uh, he's an accomplished artist and so I was, uh, I was, my plan during this journey was to run a podcast uh, about awakening mm. and about storytelling, how stories can, can actually change, change, the, change not only beings, but also entire societies, um, the, way, the, way some, some, the way tribes are actually telling stories to their children creates an involvement in, in, in an attachment to nature that is for sure uh, having an impact in the way they grow and treat nature in the end. I, and, and something I drink that there was this minister of environment in France who was asked, he was doing unbelievable, beautiful things uh, for, for environment. And he was asked um, how, how did he do all this? How did he dare doing all this? And he said, you know, I'm a farmer. I, was, I grew, grew up in a farm, my parents are farmer. Mm. And, you know, and, and we could not live without earth. We could not survive without without the mm. dirt and and so and so i i have this consciousness but this is this has been developed because of the stories that was told to him as a child and so interesting and so i i figured that i could also probably if not rewrite my story at least write it differently mm. and 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 scratch off the the victim part of me to transform it into a powerful mechanism a caring vehicle for to support my awakening I just think it's that so um, on my show recently, I, I did a whole series about a woman who went missing for nine years. Her mother was looking for her for nine years because she just wanted to be, she just wanted to go. So she did kind of a nomadic gypsy kind of a thing, but she didn't leave breadcrumbs behind and she didn't stay in touch. Wow. But I'm so connected because of this with the archetype of the person that just wants to wander, that wants to have experiences, that wants to live at the edge and I feel a very strong kinship to that myself. And I think it's a very generous thing to do. And it's interesting, your name's Genevieve. I feel like you are very generous with your life, mm -hmm. Genevieve. Um, because you are it's like you get to take us along with you. If those of us um, can't pick up and just leave our lives, not everybody can do that at the moment. But for you to be able to share some of the insights and the ahas and the great stories that you're learning along the way, we can be more enriched. We don't have to necessarily go and do that thing not everybody's going to but right. we can learn and we can all like society can change from these stories so i know you have a um a traveling companion mr glenn Sh taylor shackley and we'll bring him in for a moment to get great. a little bit and i want to hear about some of these stories that you've experienced on the road so um let's go get glenn okay so we were able to wrangle glenn Taylor Shackley, aka Glenn, or poof, like poof, magic, like just magic. Appearing. Oh my God. So you didn't hear us before, but we were singing your praises. Uh oh. And um, so we we won't do that in front of you. We'll just do that behind your back. Okay, good. We because that, that would make me very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the fact that that Genevieve said you're the ultimate more than a traveling companion, you're the dream, dream companion on so many levels. And I know that to be true because I've traveled with you as well, and you're just like a thousand genius beings all rolled into one. But that aside, let's talk about, so we just heard the she said, let's hear the he said about Ooh. kind of how this came, this journey came to be. And 
And at some point, I'd like to get at least a little bit of a story or two about what's happening on the journey. So how did you come to, to join Genevieve on this epic adventure you're on? Well, first of all, I'd like to say that she is an awesome travel companion and companion as well. Couldn't ask for somebody better to poke me and make me learn things and mm -hmm. support me and guide me and help move us both forward. Mm -hmm. But um, this is actually good because we have a lot of stories and we need to learn how to tell them very quickly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so long story short for me, yeah. um, I sold my house in Seattle area in uh, April, 2020 and bought a house in Puerto Rico. But in the meantime, there was eight months where I was stuck in confinement of quarantine um, with the best in, of people in, in California. Rico. Oh, before between selling the house and buying the new house in California with with my best friend and his wife and my godson and it was great but you know how it gets getting stir crazy yeah, and especially so, when you're a traveling yes. wanderer and so it had been a Global while being, I should say. since I had been traveling or doing anything I don't want to say meaningful but just adventurous On or anything edge. yes and so I started envisioning this journey for myself and it, and it came in the forms of a road trip or um, maybe hiking. I, I thought about hiking the PCT from like Canada into Mexico. Mm -hmm. and, and so I started preparing my car for this journey of a road trip before a hiking trip. And then, yeah. and then I found the house that I wanted to buy. So instantly it was, I'm teleported to Puerto Rico and I'm in a new life and lifestyle. And I kind of had to let go of that, that part of the journey that I was envisioning. And then There's somewhere a cool in there, video, by the way, of all that you, all the work that you did on the house in Puerto Rico. Is that on Facebook? It's, Where can people find I that? I think it's on Facebook. I know it's on oh. YouTube. Um, what's your YouTube actually, channel? it is on Facebook because that's how we. I ended up tagging her in that video, and oh, she, wow. she wrote and told me about the journey that she's on. And I, and at the time, it was like, oh, I might join you in Mexico, when she's on her on her way through. And then it turned into, wait, I'm I'm getting tired of working on this house. I need to take a break, and and so it it turned into a, a joint journey. And so then, and it, it, it's just been a whirlwind since then. So, yeah. so we know that you met in Yosemite and in some ways, I mean, you, you two have a lot in common, but in some ways you're kind of like, there's a, there's an old show called the odd couple, like the different doing different things, like having different ways of like that you bring all kinds of things that you've packed and Glenn having a very organized <laughs> minimalistic way. So in some ways you both are prompting each other to grow. And so what are, what's, what's, what are a couple of the crazy things that have happened? I mean, give us like the overview of where you've been so far over the last four months of this nomadic gypsy-like journey. So for me, it was taking a, it should have been a 12 hour trip from Puerto Rico to California. It turned into like a 36 hour with delays and pandemic and all of these things getting me from Puerto Rico to California, where we ended up meeting up. And from there, we, we took off, headed east towards uh, the only thing we knew was she had a kind of a connection in the Navajo Nation in Arizona. Mm. And so we headed out that way and 12 states and 8,000 miles later, ended up back in California again and spent some time with my family. She got to know my sister and my dad and, brother. and my brother. Yeah. and my great aunt and I'm I'm getting <laughs> to know my my great aunt and and yeah it's 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 been 
pretty awesome. Okay. On the second day, on the second day, we <laughs> get out of gas. Second day of the second journey. <laughs> like, second day, I, I had not camped properly camped in about 25 years and uh and we were camping so second night uh, we spent in the desert the first night we spent in in, a, in, a, in the mountains the second one in the desert uh, outside bishop california and heading towards uh arizona towards the navajo nation we ran out of gas in, right by death valley yeah uh, out of gas 110 degrees outside Ran out of gas. Second day of traveling together. Like, hi, nice to meet you again. Okay, let's get in the car. You're Thelma. I'm Louise. Let's go. Yay! Yes, exactly. That's what I can tell and then you. middle of Death Valley in the desert, 115 degrees, running out of gas. So mm -hmm. that's just hello, welcome to the journey. Like, if you can get past that, then it's almost like you can pass anything. You can pass anything, and that is its own epic story. Yeah. But, what were you say? but well, that that one in itself is is kind of a a good summary of the the journey that we're on because she might describe things on her end as being awkward i'm usually if it's awkward i either make it more you, awkward you, to make right, it apparent right. and then we get over it or like for for me it wasn't awkward at all but we're I still mean, getting <laughs> used to each other and yeah and i mean then, it's such an intimate space to be in with somebody you barely know it's like yeah i have to go to the bathroom uh <laughs> yeah just right. think about just that just that I've by got, itself i've right. got cameras everywhere and she, right. she let me know like a couple weeks into our journey like um are you gonna you should like let me know because i i went to go to the bathroom and <laughs> i'm like i'm realizing that because <laughs> I'm, getting, camera right behind. I'm getting these time lapses overnight into the morning and then she wakes up in the morning and she's like oh i've got to go pee Why is there a camera <laughs> looking at me <laughs> and i didn't know where and said, i'm so sorry he said yes and from now on i will let you know every evening where i set up the cameras so you where the blank space so i know how to avoid them oh my god um, yeah but those are details that are not details you yeah know? right oh that's hilarious okay so you got through the death valley thing and that's just one of the one of the stops along the way and i know the story i got to hear it last <laughs> night and it's epic what i love though i love what you taught like the things that you learn on the road especially when things fall apart it's it's like the gold it ends up being yes. the gold and you said something to genevieve as you knew it was inevitable that you were going to run out of gas what did you say because i want this to this is one of the things i want to tattoo in my brain yeah so and and that's to me that even that second day kind of sums up um we had had one like six hour phone call between us before we engaged on this journey and that was pretty much it before. and we knew each other a couple weeks from israel but when we when we talked and then it really solidified it when we were running out of gas is for me it's it's hard for me to speak to some people that i don't know about this like this energy or this god presence or the on universe so you can totally go there and and for some people that's like as soon as they hear that they're like this Back person's out. not with reality right but for me it's such a way that i that i live every day and every moment is i i just had a very kind of deep and honest conversation with her that like look it's inevitable that we're going to run out of gas we are in probably one of the worst places that we could run out <laughs> on of the gas. planet right the noonday sun is coming up quickly on 115 degrees uh, and and i think yeah it ended up being about 115 degrees at like 1 p.m or something like that and and at this point it was like 10 a.m but it was it was still there. rising and i i wanted to have the discussion of like one i've tried running the car out of gas before and hadn't done it and so i knew we could go as far as i've taken it before beyond zero but to me, every time that I've run out of gas or you end up in the worst neighborhood or you 
you take a wrong turn or you think you're lost or these types of things present themselves, I have to take a few good breaths, root myself in the moment. And, and it's not even like a mantra or anything. It's, it's me connecting with all of the unknown possibilities, but I'm only thinking about how great it's going to be when it's, when you get to that destination. And for us, that first talk was, we're inevitably going to run out of gas and it's going to present itself in a few ways. Either I'm going to be hitchhiking and I'm going to leave them in the car with the last of the fumes for the AC for them, or we're going to go on together. And she picked to go on together. And I told her like, if we both stay in this, this good energy of bringing in positivity, we're going to hit the, the right timing the right people, the right places, and all of these things will align. And sure enough, it did. We ended up in this oasis with, with four of these like flamingos characters. These these like two neighbors and one of us. One of them in the middle of the desert. Yeah, with a palm tree. Yeah, (laughs) palm tree, green grass in the middle of this valley. Like it it was unbelievable. Like this one little spot. Yeah, a patch. Yeah, and we ended up. We we pulled into the first place. They said go to the neighbors. And we literally ran out of gas as we pulled into an abandoned gas station. Um, and these two characters pop out and ended up ended up giving us gas to keep us on our way. Oh my, the most expensive gas you've ever bought in your life. $50 <laughs> yeah. for three gallons, but well we chose, worth it. We chose to do so. Right, we that was an offering, yeah. which is good karma. Yeah. You want to like plant those seeds. But I think it's interesting timing because whether people are listening to this because they are also kind of gypsy traveling explorers like you guys, or if they're just dealing with the fallout of COVID, everybody's life is different. Everybody is like, nobody's life is exactly the same. I don't know anybody that is living the same life right now as they were before. It's, it's altered in some way. And I think the spirit that you just said, like when things get real, when they get, when they fall apart, mm-hmm. like let your senses be open for the energy that is going to be helpful and, and good. And inevitably, if that's your, 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 your lens that you're searching for, that's what you find. I think that is like, and that's just one of the many blessings that we're going to get. <laughs> yeah. So you've been making a documentary, you've been filming and doing this podcast. So we've got like a minute left. So is there any, anything you want to make sure that people know, like maybe like a word of wisdom from each of you about what you've learned, if you could transport it to everybody who's listening and or watching, what would you say? Um, you first, I'll then? go first, because this is fresh on my mind, but um, having to do with that, that same energy, um, it's not always that easy. And for me, it's easy when it's um, other circumstances that come in, but we run into, and we both acknowledge this, is when her and I butt heads, it's much harder Ooh. because the ego gets involved right. to, to disengage from and see that positive end. And every time it reflects in the worst timing, mm. not being able to find a place to camp, not so great of people along the way, like all the circumstances, and and even with us being aware, yeah, it's it it's it's been a learning experience for both of us, and we've we've been learning how to turn that into okay. We may be butting heads right now, but we need to get it together and and get in right. this positive energy, and it and then it will and then it will come through. Oh my God, that is with Dana and I. I like in certain critical moments, I I know that 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 love math equation is so true. One plus one equals eleven but one minus one equals zero. <laughs> it's like we can either maximize the, the good vibes yes. or we diminish each other. 
And it's like, we have that choice. And mm -hmm. sometimes you need to diminish each other just so you understand how powerful we are to, to destroy. And then so that when we create, we create with consciousness. Your last word of wisdom. I, I think uh, I think in the same line, in the same line as uh, um, Glenn was saying, when we, when we butt heads. Uh, Which is not often, not often no, at all. It's not yeah. often and it's, but it's, but it's always, it's always a learning. It's a too great strong people. Experience. It's going to happen. Yeah. So that in that same line, like I, I think, not being afraid of pain, not being afraid of the storm is is, uh, and if, actually, it, it, it we will be afraid, and being afraid and mm. and is also what is also accepting the being afraid and accepting the pain actually more often than not allows for things to settle in a in a in a nicer way or quicker way um i i keep telling him i'm, I'm very hot-blooded my, my my culture i come from different multiple multiple background and everything about me is hot-blooded I, I grew up french I, I lived in israel and um and it doesn't have to mean hot temper all the time but it does mean that i respond to things <laughs> in a pretty animated passionate way, way. Passionate way. Right. And, and glenn is the opposite which is perfect for me um, because he has this way of tempering me down and I, ch I changed dramatically. I've, I haven't changed that much that fast since we started this journey and um, and he's been contributing to that in a way that is amazing. So what I was what I kept trying to tell him though is is please, 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 please accept that it's going to be painful and accept that I can storm because this is me right now and I'm 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 doing the best I can to make it to, to be in a way that is to come out in a way that is acceptable to you but i also need i also need to be accepted you know with mm. this with this thing so not being afraid of the storm the storm the and every storm we had is has been has been followed by days of blessings and everything is said what we received what we received on our way i love the saying how do you survive the storm become the storm <laughs> <laughs> on that note yeah. the website is wakeinwave.com so everyone check out wakeinwave.com there's a podcast it's a video series who knows maybe a full-length documentary at some point you can participate by helping them with their crowdfunding it's a highly worthy cause it'll help you to be involved in this journey so thank you so much Genevieve Begg and Glenn Taylor Sheckley thank you so much and sweet dreams everybody until we meet again don't take your dreams lying down Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Find out how to connect with nature as a powerful source that supports health and well-being. I'm Dina Salisi, and on my podcast, Your Healing Garden, I go on location to talk with artists, authors, healers, teachers, and much more to explore how nature supports us in creating healthy, vibrant lives. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network. 
in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.